Investing is essential for achieving financial goals in life. Well, this is because inflation eats up your money. As we know, inflation decreases your money's worth and reduces your purchasing power. And inflation at the rate of 7% means that you need 7% more money than what you have to purchase the same item next year. So if you are to stay ahead of inflation, you need to have more money to purchase the extent of the goods you intend to in the future with the money you have today. But as we know, money doesn't grow on its own. So if your money has to grow, it has to earn returns. And to earn returns, you need to invest. Therefore, making investments is necessary to tackle inflation. Hello everyone, this is Simran and welcome to Blank Check by Black. In today's episode, we're going to talk about planning your investments for 2022. Well, investing is the only way to make your future better. You're also saving and accumulating a corpus for a rainy day by making investments. Moreover, making regular investments forces you to set aside a sum regularly, thereby helping instill a sense of financial discipline in the long run. Planning is the key to successful investing. Creating a plan will help you find investments that fit your investment horizon and risk tolerance to help you reach your financial goals as soon as possible. Also, you should know why you are investing. Once you know the objective, you can determine which choices are most likely to get you there. These are the five questions you should figure out to build a sound investment plan based on your goals. The first question is, what is your purpose for investing? Investments must be chosen with the primary goal in mind, that is safety, regular income and growth. The first thing you have to decide is which of these characteristics is most important to you. Do you want your current income to secure your retirement or are you looking for growth to achieve a specific high value financial goal or is it the security of your principle your topmost priority? Understanding your purpose of investment will clarify the kind of investment suitable for you. The next question you need to answer is how much income can you set aside for investing? Well, many investment choices have minimum investment amounts. So before you can lay out a solid investment plan, you have to determine how much you can invest. Do you want to invest a lump sum or would you want to make regular monthly contributions from income? SIB facility or systematic investment plan can be availed for stocks and mutual fund investments. SIP allows you to stagger investments, thereby giving the investor the benefit of rupee cost averaging. So what is rupee cost averaging? Suppose you invest a fixed amount every month. You will be able to purchase more units of an equity fund when stock markets are low and lesser units when the markets are high. In the long term, you can average out the purchase price of mutual fund units called the rupee cost averaging. It helps investors navigate the market's short-term fluctuations. You can also align goals such as buying a house or building a retirement corpus by starting an SIB of a fixed amount every month for a tenure of 5 or more years. You can use Clear's SIB calculator and calculate the SIB amount required to reach the financial goal within the specified time. One of the most important decisions you'll make is how much to allocate between equity and fixed income instruments. Now, this would depend on your risk tolerance. So the third step is to assess your risk tolerance. What is your risk tolerance? Risk appetite or tolerance depends on your ability to cope with falls in the value of your investment, your age, income, capacity to recover from financial loss, financial goals, and your health are some of the factors they may influence your risk tolerance. Ask yourself, how would I feel if I woke up tomorrow and found the value of my investments had dropped by 20 or 30%? Well, if this drop would cause you to worry and withdraw your money, then high-risk investments are not for you. Each investor's risk tolerance is different. 
Generally, the risk appetite also reduces as we age due to responsibilities and family dependencies. Also, the risk tolerance may vary for financial goals as they have different investment horizons and risks. Therefore, it's essential to understand your risk tolerance in general and specific to your goals and find a suitable investment. Generally, if we consider the age factor, young people have higher risk tolerance as their investment tenure is very long compared to people above 55 years. However, there may be investors who are below 30 but have a dependent parent or relative and in this case, even though they are young, the risk appetite would be low. Therefore, various factors would determine your risk tolerance and you should assess your risk tolerance before picking an investment. Some investments carry higher risk than others. It is recommended to invest in a mix of financial instruments to diversify your portfolio. By doing so, there will still be swings in investment value, but they would be manageable. You should be cautious when chasing high returns. There is no such thing as an investment that gives high returns without risk. It is better to earn moderate returns than to swing for the fence, especially if you can't handle investment losses. So if you decide to swing, remember you can miss and experience significant losses. So take your time and very meticulously derive an ideal investment mix. You may also consider consulting a financial advisor to help you diversify your portfolio. High-risk appetite individuals can allocate more of their portfolio. Now, for instance, 60-70% to 70 of their portfolio to equity funds. In comparison, low-risk tolerance individuals should have a lower allocation towards stocks and equity funds. Now, the next important thing to analyze is when will you need this money again? Establishing a time frame you can stick to is the most important thing. If you need the money to buy a car in like 2 or 3 years, you will have to choose an investment suitable for medium-term financial goals. Coming to the fifth question is to assess your financial goals. Now, what are your financial goals? The financial goals vary across people. For instance, a person nearing retirement would focus on regular income for post-retirement reads. In the same way, people starting their career would focus on repaying the education loan or investing to buy a car. Any financial goal to be realized within 3 to 5 years can be classified as medium term and above 5 years can be considered long term. Now for instance, investing to buy a car would be a medium term goal whereas investing to purchase a house or investing for retirement would be a long term financial goal. The sixth step is to build your portfolio. Building a portfolio means the way you structure your portfolio. As discussed earlier, it depends on your financial goals, investing horizon and risk tolerance. If we consider the time horizon, then for short-term goals, low-risk investment options are better. Consider investments like bank FDs, low-duration funds for short-term goals. These investments have lower risk as they are less likely to fall in value. For longer-term goals, investments with higher returns such as stocks and equity funds are better. These investments have a higher risk but you are investing for the long term so that you can ride out any short term falls in value. If you are a millennial in the early stages of your career or mid-age but have a high risk appetite, then investing in stocks or equity funds is probably the most potent investment vehicle. But make sure you invest in equity only when you are comfortable with the risk that comes from investing in equities. When you buy a company stock, you are a partial owner of that company. You directly invest in that company's growth and development. But you need to have enough time and possess the market knowledge to benefit from your investment. If not, then investing in direct equity is as good as speculation. Stocks can be purchased by any investor who has a DMAT account and has undergone KYC verification. 
Investing in stocks is ideal for long-term investments. You have to actively manage your investments as various economic and business factors influence stocks. Also, you need to understand that the returns are not guaranteed and be willing to assume the associated risks. However, if you are risk averse and want to invest in fixed income options, you may consider fixed income instruments like low duration funds, liquid funds or bank fixed deposits. Of course, the return is usually less than those offered by market-linked instruments like stocks and equity mutual funds. And the last but the most crucial step is to review and monitor your investment. It's important to review your investments regularly to ensure they are performing as expected and check whether you are on track to reach your financial goals. The way to deal with this is to work on rebalancing your portfolio and asset allocation. Whatever ratio you have decided according to your risk tolerance, say 75 to 25 or 50-50 for equity and debt in your portfolio, you may review and consider rebalancing to attain your financial goals. Rebalancing is how an investor restores their portfolio to its target allocation. Rebalancing brings your portfolio back to the desired asset mix. Now, this is done by getting rid of underperforming assets and investing in the ones that can grow. Rebalancing works as a risk-minimizing strategy. It allows you to align your investment with your goals by periodically rebalancing your portfolio. If your risk tolerance or investment strategies change, you can rebalance the weight of the asset class in your portfolio by reassessing and devising a new asset allocation. But please remember that excessive rebalancing would not be useful in the long run. So do it only when you think it is required, say, once a year. You have to be aware of the costs involved by way of entry or exit load and tax implications before rebalancing your portfolio. Well, that's all for today, folks. I hope this episode was informative. Tune in to Blank Check by Black next time for episodes on finance. Till then, stay safe and make good choices. This is Simran signing off.